0: Happy Wednesday. You're listening to Detroit Today on WDET, 1019-FM, WDET.org. On your browser window and smartphone, I should say, too. I'm Sandra Swoboda hosting today, and we are on the line with Bora Galari. He is in Rio. He finished his Olympic experience, at least competitively, yesterday with the medal race. He's sailing a boat called the NACRA 17. Had a little bit of a rough start in these Olympics, but finished strong. Bora, welcome to WDET in Detroit Today.
1: I'm here. Can you not hear me?
0: Oh, we got you. You are talking to okay. Detroit. Tell us what these Olympics have been like.
1: Um, it's the weather for the competition was uh, challenging. I don't know. It's always whenever it seems like we go to a big event, it's not normally like that, or you're what you train for. And I have to say that was uh, typical this time. But um, it's been good. I
0: well, don't know. So sailing's a bit of a unique sport in the Olympics, not that weather doesn't affect other sports. We saw some rain on the hurdle event earlier in the week, but how you know, critical is it? How, how much does weather affect what you're doing on the race course, and what was the effect that it had on you earlier in the week when you had like some of your not-best finishes?
1: Oh, um, the, my finishes, I guess the first day we, we had quite an interesting direction for the race course we are on. Weather is a dominant factor in in all sailing um, events, but everyone has to deal with it. So it's kind of just part of the game. Um, But that being said, we had weather patterns that no one had seen really um, in the training time that we were here. So it was a little bit of uh, getting used to how uh, things would play out with the different wind directions and figuring that out. So, so there was a fair amount of um, cold fronts and rain that came through, and yeah, so it's different. Not a warm sunny
0: Rio for <laughs> Well, it looked good on TV, and uh, watching as I was streaming it online, I might have wasted a little bit of work time watching you guys. Uh, you and your teammate, of course, Louisa Chafee. Uh, you're sailing a boat called the NACRA 17. It's a catamaran. It goes, it goes really fast, is the simple way to say it. Uh, how is it different than, or alike, to the sailing you've done here on the Detroit River?
1: Oh, it's it's uh oh well, it's Olympic, so obviously everyone uh <laughs> it tries a little bit harder. I think the level of competition is uh quite high in the class and uh um everyone from kinda up and coming young rock stars to veterans. I guess I fit just about in the middle of that whole group considering the fifty four year old one gold. Um but it's sailing. And what we do in uh, Detroit and uh, Crescent has a bunch of uh, boats that are very similar to NACRA 17. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, you get to do the same thing all over the world. Detroit River is a good place to sail. Yeah.
0: So what have the Olympics been like? You're down there in a, in a sport that is a little bit of a niche sport in, in this country, but you're also marching in the opening ceremonies with some of the superstars. What was that experience like?
1: Oh, it was uh, great. Everyone on Team USA has been, you know, we're all part of a team and it it doesn't matter how big of a name. It generally seems everyone is uh, um, just happy to be part of the team and happy to meet team members and you just kind of all hang out together. So um, that's really fun. Like, I mean, something as silly as the dining hall is always quite an experience. Uh, Just seeing, I mean, there was one day where the Argentinian women's volleyball team to the left of me, and, and the um, USA women's gymnastics to the right. So I've been staring at the stars on one side and then looking down at my waist on the other. It's just kind of <laughs> interesting to see all the different uh, body types that are kind of perfect for the sport that they do, you know? Mm-hmm taking it
0: all in well let's talk about your sport and the competition a little bit more we talked about the challenging weather conditions in the first set of racing you did the NACRA 17s you had 20 teams in your fleet from all over the world uh you had the challenges of weather on the first day and then I believe there were some equipment issues what happened there
1: uh yeah I was uh well basically there's a um, small line that runs pretty high up the mast that I hang from and I replaced it Couple days for the regatta. I didn't want it to fail, and um, through some, I was I was trying to be a little bit uh, tricky and wrap my trapeze wire around the shroud and pull basically the mast to the windward side of the boat to gain some riding moment. And unfortunately, the line was not as chafe resistant as my old stuff, and it failed rather quickly. so in the, I think it would have been the first race on that one day. I just basically were sailing along upwind in a pretty good spot, and I dropped from the sky, fall off the boat, and kind of watched the boat sail away and capsize. Um, it's a pretty disheartening feeling.
0: How mad was Louisa, so, uh, your crew, when you did that? I, I don't. She wasn't mad. I think she was uh,
1: panicked that it was it was actually. Uh, so I, now I'm remembering all the things that happened. Well, I'm I capsized boat capsized the one weather daggerboard actually got catapulted out of the hull and she got to stay with the boat so now the boat's on its side it's blowing about 20 knots at this point and um, there's no rescue boats really because our coaches are are kind of quarantined in like this little area to lure of the start line and the boat's blowing away from me at a, a couple knots and I'm trying to I have all this gear on so it's pretty hard to swim so I'm trying to catch up to the boat Pick up the da- daggerboard that's floating along the way, and now I'm one arm swimming. Uh, by the time I got close enough to the boat to, to hand her the daggerboard, I think she was quite concerned that I was just gonna <laughs> she was gonna lose me for some period of time. I was happy I made it back, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it was quite an experience. I remember being quite tired. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, despite that was the first failure.
0: <laughs> so despite having to count two worse than last finishes because of the way the scoring goes in sailing, you came back to actually make the medal race finish in the top ten. How did you recover and move into some, frankly, really great finishes?
1: Um, yeah, it was it was kind of interesting after that happened. Um, I mean, the the goal of what we could achieve was pretty clear in my mind. Um, making the medal race was going to be a feat. And uh, that uh, just, so I, I just literally just tried as hard as possible, maximum effort and, uh, failed really well. And like, just kept, it was things were clicking and it was like, I don't know, the, the Australian coach came up and told me, uh, what she would, or, you know, he sees that I should have started my campaign one week earlier and, uh, Probably would have been on the medal podium if that was the case, and just kind of smile. But yeah, I, I I I hate to keep looking at it, but I, I looked at the points, and I think since the breakdowns, we had the second fewest points of anyone, including the person that won gold. So it's just uh, that's life sometimes.
0: So you won the silver medal for the last couple of days of racing.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Last half.
0: What's next for you in sailing? Will you uh aim for twenty twenty or are you coming home to put on a show on the Detroit River?
1: Oh, I'm definitely aiming for twenty twenty. I I uh have uh the the buck has bitten me, um to to not win is something I'm I'm not good at. Um I am coming home to Detroit for a little while with a brand new moth which is a uh Sandy knows but it's a another high performance sailboat. Sitting somewhere in Detroit in the trailer and I'll assemble that and go sailing and then uh, figure out how to get the catamaran and Olympic stuff ramped up again this wintertime time. go from there.
0: All right. Well, we will check in with you on those campaigns, and we will see you when you get home. Bora Galari, an Olympic sailor from Detroit who finished up his Rio experience this week. Bora, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And have fun down there with the time you have left. Uh, thanks. All right, you're listening to Detroit Today on WDET. When we come back, we'll meet the Harris family. We're going to drop in on what might be their dinner conversations about how they're working to help Detroit, refusing to accept the status quo and make improvements across their community. Stay with us.